Good morning to you and welcome to Mornings on Main Street for this Wednesday, the 27th of December. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Thanks for stopping by today. Coming up, we are taking a look once again at a segment that we did with the owner of Jack's Legacy. Chastity Lindsay has been working with dogs for many years. She's an incredible trainer. And this morning we hear about the adjustment period for a puppy or dog when it's entering into a new environment. With the holiday season, a number of you may have either received that gift or given that gift of a lifetime of beautiful pets. But this morning, you really have some things to keep in mind as you move forward with that pet. And we are so happy to have the tips that you need right here at Mornings on Main Street. After that, we talk about recycling your Christmas tree or wreath, if it's a real one, where you need to turn, where you can get the information that you need. And then lastly, we hear from the host of Celebs with Horses, a really fun podcast out there for you. But first, let's get a check of our headlines and stories that you'll find on MainStreetMediaTN.com. You're seeing a picture of friends, fellow students, and members of the Dixon County High School community who gathered at the school's Fieldhouse Saturday evening for a prayer vigil in honor of Jalen Harper. Harper is a freshman at Dixon County High School who passed away on Sunday morning as a result of an accident while on a Florida trip with the Cougars wrestling team. That is according to the school system. Dixon County High School will have grief counselors on hand for students and for teachers, and a memorial fund has been set up reportedly. You can read more at Main Street Media of Tennessee's Dixon Post. This year is a look at when Cheatham County broke ground on the expansion of its county jail. The project consists of two phases and will cost roughly $56 million. Learn what will happen in the two phases and how this will help the county in the long run by going to our website and then going to the Cheatham County Exchange. Keep this in mind before you celebrate the new year. Impaired driving is a serious crime that kills more than 16,000 people and injuries injures 305,000 and costs the one who is found guilty, thousands upon thousands of dollars. You can read more about sobriety checkpoints by going to MainStreetMediaTN.com. Let's get a check of the weather from the team over at Tennessee Valley Weather. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather on Main Street. Good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Kelly Ross and in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center, we are starting off a little bit chilly this morning with temperatures in the mid 30s with a mostly clear sky, but we will see clouds continue to filter back in later on this afternoon. Overall temperatures will get up pretty warm into the mid 50s across southern middle Tennessee with a wind out of the south. However, heading into your Wednesday evening, I don't think coverage is going to be quite this intense, but a few sprinkles are possible to swing through mainly after 4 p.m. and before 10 p.m here in southern middle Tennessee and then heading into your Thursday we are going to start off the day dry with temperatures close to freezing and then we do have some more precip in the forecast heading into your Thursday and Friday with mainly rainfall at least for your Thursday with a few snowflakes mixed into it and then a mixture of some light rain and snow showers heading into your Friday with little to no impacts expected across southern middle Tennessee, clearing out by your weekend with a few scattered rain showers on the first day of 2024. This morning, we are again starting off with talking about the adjustment period for a dog or a puppy that you may be rescuing or rehoming 
To help us on this topic this morning, we are visiting once again with Chastity Lindsay. She's the founder now of Jack's Legacy. She's a certified dog trainer and has worked with many, many dogs of different varieties, different breeds, different backgrounds. Yep. First off, Chastity, thanks so much. Yeah, of course. And she brought along her service dog now, Juliet. Precious, precious girl right here. And she's how old? She just turned a year old, September 1st. A year old. Yeah. What's her adjustment period been like for you? So her adjustment period was a little bit easier because I had her big brother there. So he kind of helped me shape her into the type of dog I wanted. So if you have a good, solid dog and you bring a puppy into your house, that's a really good start for them. Okay. So, but my adjustment period to having a puppy was like having a newborn. Okay. All over again. So for those that, you know, we... Uh, Again, recently had on the show this week an interview with Michaela's Mutt Motel. And, you know, there are just a wide range of stories and situations um, that they, you know, where they're getting their dogs or dogs getting dropped off. And a lot of those stories is, well, you know, they haven't acclimated quick enough. They right. haven't gotten along with my other pet fast enough or they right. don't get along at all. General wise, how should that adjustment period, what does that look like? And I'm sure it's different for each one, yeah. but generally, what should we be thinking about? So we need to go by the rule three. Okay. Okay. So you want to take how long they've been in a rescue or shelter and multiply it by three. So you want to start off three days. It takes about three days for a dog to get adjusted to like their surroundings, three weeks to, for them to get adjusted to your routine and their new schedule, and three months to finally be calm and settled into your house, and then three years for them to be fully be your dog. Three years. Three years. You know, and I, I said at the top of the show as I was teasing this, like it really is, you know, you need to have not just a little patience, but a lot of patience. A lot of patience. Yes. Yes. You don't want to, you never want to rush anything when it comes to dogs, even like dog training. We're actually starting to find out like trying to rush dog training and like, um, sh like shock collar, e-collar, anything like that. When you try to rush dog training, it actually can make it worse, especially for our, our rescue dogs, because they're already nervous and reactive. So it's going to make it worse on them. You put them in a new scenario, a new situation, and then you start shocking them or pulling them around and they're of course, they're not going to get along with anything. Uh, I definitely feel that. And for those who are maybe uh, rescuing from a shelter, um, again, thank you for doing that. Those yeah. who have, do they need to ask that shelter to, uh, what that full story is so they know yes. exactly where that dog came from? Yes, they should definitely ask where the full story is. Mm -hmm bring it home. And what I ask is please listen to the rescue. A lot of times they're like, yeah, 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 we got it. We got it. And then when they get home, then they really don't have it. So I, I always like to say, like, when you come to your meet and greet, really make sure that this dog really fits in with your family. If it's a high energy dog, are you an active family? Or are you looking for a couch potato? Like really look at the dog that your family, your scenario. And another thing is, is don't give up so easy. You have certified trainers all over. And I actually provide 50% off to everyone who adopts from Michaela's Mutt Motel. And I give two free sessions at the very beginning. That is beautiful. Yeah. You are just so kind <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Let's talk about, say, when those dogs go back. So say there's a family and they bring in. Well, first off, let's touch on if you have another animal in the home yeah. or kids, because yeah. contrary to maybe what you think, dogs don't love to be pulled on no. by kids. No, they do not. I actually am creating a course for parents and kids right now for that very scenario because it's so people you know they let their kids climb all over their dogs and hug their dogs and contrary to popular belief dogs don't like to be hugged 
No, and no, I they it don't. It takes a long time, and once they maybe start showing that affection, mm-hmm. that's something different. But right yeah, off the bat, right off the bat, absolutely not. They don't like to be patted on top of their head. See how she she's like, I have treats on my hands. She's more focused <laughs> on that. But you can see how she's like, like I don't like that. They actually like to be scratched underneath here and on their chest and okay. stuff like that. They don't like when you come over the head like this. Gotcha. Because you got to think these are top of the food chain animals. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that can in the wild could get them is something coming over their head. Right. So we're this big tall tree coming over their head. So you always want to get down and not in their face because you never want to be in a dog's face. Right. But you want to get down and kind of scratch down like this and then pop her up on the under the chin or something like that. Okay. How do you introduce a dog to other, either another dog, a cat in the home or a bunny? I know a lot of people have bunnies out bunnies, there. Bunnies, yes. So what I would do is I would put a dog in a crate and then let the animal come around the crate and see how they react. Now if they have barrier aggression, maybe put them in the backyard without a leash. A leash is a barrier. Not many people realize that, but it's a barrier. That's why a lot of times dogs can be reactive on leashes because it's a barrier. It's holding them back. And then if you're nervous, you're radiating that energy down that leash, right? So a lot of the time is a great way to introduce two dogs is put them on neutral territory and just let them go. Good to know. And because I have to admit, I'm one of, I'm a nervous, I'm a nervous dog mom. My husband's much better than I am, but I know she feels me because I am just so yeah. Afraid of the unknown, I guess you could right. say. And we all are. Oh, true. <laughs> so, Jesse, what if we take a dog back? This is what's heartbreaking, is yeah. if you don't give the time, you don't have the patience, and you adopt, and it's like, it doesn't work out the first day or two, you take the dog back. Or if you've had a dog for an extremely long time, and you have a change in the home, whether right. it be a baby or a death or something, what do those dogs go through when they go back to a shelter? Oh, I'm going to try not to cry. Um, okay, so <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Um, so I actually witnessed this the other day. Uh, we had a dog returned, and that dog didn't understand why he was back there. And he literally went to the door and just sat there and looked and waited for, <clears throat> sorry, waited for them to come back and get him. So they don't understand because they don't speak English and they learn by association. And he loved it there. And he just, I mean, I had to, I had to drag him and come on, buddy, let's go. But we ended up making him like an egg shaped like a heart. We're trying to make, we as, you know, rescuers and trainers, we try to make the best of it, but they're heartbroken. They don't understand why or what they did, or they just really don't know. And it's really hard. It's hard for them. And it's, and I know it's hard for the people giving them up. I mean, I've seen it. They cry, you know, and stuff, but it's really hard and it can be really traumatizing on them too, especially if they've been in the home for a long time. Oh, my heart aches for that. And I, I, I just, to me, the only word that comes to mind is heartless. And I am sorry for those watching this who may have gone through a situation. Um, I just, those animals don't have a voice. And they don't. Thank God for the rescues that we have, not yeah. only in the Montgomery County communities here, but also in all the other counties. Right. counties. Thank you for what you do. Thank you to the animal shelters and the work um, that's done there by those um, those employees and volunteers. Yeah, Tessity, how can we connect you if we want to go uh, ask about training services or get more information? How do we connect with Jack's Legacy? So you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Just search Jack's Legacy, or you can go to my website, jacks-legacy.com. And that's where you can find me. Chastity Lindsay, thank you so much, founder yeah. of Jack's Legacy. And then her new her new pup, her dog, Julie, right here. Yeah. Um, Julie, right? Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. Juliet. Juliet. Juliet, I don't want to get your name wrong. <laughs> um, also goes by Juju, too. Yeah, Juju. Is, <laughs> thank you for your time. And yeah. again, this just hopefully will give some more thought um, to our conversation today. <laughs>
Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up after this. Beginning January 1, Delta Dental of Tennessee is introducing enhanced benefits for persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It'll include extra cleaning times for people with special needs, extra time for exams. More importantly, we will create a training program that any dentist office in the state can go online and pick that up. But Delta Dental, we believe that the quality of oral health care should be accessible and inclusive for all. He shoots. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Welcome back. Now that Christmas is over, what do you do with your Christmas tree or your wreath if it's not artificial? Well, first, before anything, remove anything that is not part of the original tree. So the tinsel, the lights, wires, nails, stands, any non-organic decorative item. PickYourChristmasTree.org, what you're seeing here. This is a great site for you for specific information and local links and drop-offs. For the discarded trees, well, they are chipped and made into mulch, which is usually made available for free to city or county residents, which is great. Here's one tip, though. Never burn your Christmas tree in a fireplace or wood stove because burning that tree could cause a corrosive buildup and could also cause a chimney fire. But once again, heading over to that website is extremely helpful. PickYourChristmasTree.org or Check with your county or city to see either who's picking up the Christmas trees and wreaths or those drop-off locations. So some helpful information there for you. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We'll be right back. This Christmas, score big and give her what she truly wants. A diamond bracelet, earrings, or new diamond ring. And now, with Earthmind and lab-grown diamonds, we can match any budget, all offered with interest-free financing. Or trade in your old jewelry for a new sparkly look. Score big points with diamonds from Hancock Diamonds. Hancock Diamonds, Goodlitzville. 
Hey, what did I tell you about throwing football indoors? At Implant and General Dentistry, we're proud to offer dental care you can trust. Our team, led by Dr. Andrew Flips, is dedicated to serving our community with the highest quality of care. We offer comprehensive dental exams, cleanings, whitening, and more. With our compassionate and experienced team, you'll be able to smile with confidence. Come experience the difference for yourself. Call us today to schedule an appointment or visit our website to learn more. Sherry's Hope is dedicated to sharing the hope of Christ, protecting the health of our community, and supporting those who are fighting cancer. You can be a champion of hope this season. When you give monthly to Sherry's Hope, you help meet the needs of families in our community as they are battling cancer. Your monthly gift of $10 or more gives hope all year. Together, we can make a difference. At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. Welcome back. By tuning into podcasts, it really gives you a chance to learn something new or gather a little insight into someone else's world. Well, I'll tell you about one podcast that is out there. It is called Celebs with Horses. And the podcaster behind this is Lisa Wysocki. She's also an author and an editor. First off, Lisa, thank you so much and great to connect with you again. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So for those who are tuning into Mornings on Main Street, you saw Lisa Wysocki not too long ago. She's the founder of Colby's Army out of Cheatham County. But again, switching gears a little bit this morning to talk about this fun podcast, Celebs with Horses. How did this develop? You know, about 20 years ago, I wrote a book called The Power of Horses, and I included about 20 celebrities who were excited about horses. In a previous life, I was an entertainment publicist, and I represented a number of country music artists and realized that a lot of the celebrities had horses and really loved them and, and were true horsemen and horsewomen. So I wrote a book, and then it did really well. And then I did a second book called Horse Country that was also about country music stars and their horses. And then um, a new thing started, podcasts. And um, I connected with the Horse Radio Network. They have, I can't tell you how many podcasts about horses. And um, I have been co-hosting as a substitute their flagship morning show called Horses in the Morning uh, for a number of years now. And we've been, you know, contemplating this Celebrities with Horses podcast for a while. And, and we're finally able to kick it off uh, uh, just a couple of months ago. So you talk about their horses, you talk about their interaction with the horses. What other, I guess, topics do you cover? And I know you were sharing with me before we got started is like you really kind of leave their personal life alone. There's no music talk. It really is celebs and their horses. And horses. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, it was so interesting because, um, you know, we've we've interviewed William Shatner, you know, from Star Trek, and he was just he's 92 and he still rides every single day. 
I mean, how cool is that? And uh, we we interviewed Don McLean, you know, Bye Bye Miss American Pie. And he has been a celebrity almost his entire adult life. And he mm -hmm. is in his late 70s. And he said that this is the first time anybody has ever asked him about his horses. And um, on every interview we've done, we've kind of gone through the publicist or the gatekeepers, so to speak, and they assign us a certain amount of time. And um, mm -hmm. we we have doubled that time every single every single interview we've done because the celeb is so excited about talking about their horses. Is there one thing that they have? I mean, other than, I guess, loving to talk about their horses, is there a commonality between all the celebrities and some of the stories that they share? Yeah, not necessarily about the stories, but what I'm picking up is their commitment to their horses. And I think this relates back to their lives because they're very successful people. And if they're songwriters or actors or sports figures or whatever they are, they have gone a thousand percent. And it seems like they do that in their personal life and with their horses as well. So it's not just for them getting a horse. It's learning about the horse. It's learning about horsemanship. It's learning about, you know, horse behavior and herd behavior and um, studying their their riding. And, and um, it's just uh, so refreshing to hear that side of their lives, you know, whether or not you like horses, you know, just to hear the celebrity talk about something they love so much is is really mm -hmm. exciting to me. Are horses a love that you have? Is this something that you enjoy doing? So, so my first recollection of loving horses was when I was in preschool, and I remember when I was two years old, I planned to steal the little plastic horse that was in the farm set at, at preschool, and I did, and um, I, I can... <laughs> <laughs> I confessed when I was 30, I told my mother and I had run into my preschool teacher at the mall and I told her and she, you know, she said I could keep it. So, <laughs> so I have loved horses ever since then. <laughs> so, so I, um, I went to school the first time around to study equine management. I, I trained and showed professionally for many, many years and then became a therapeutic riding instructor. And that's one thing we do here at Colby's Army right here in National City. We, we teach people with disabilities, life skills, and also to ride horses. And we humans are predators and horses are prey animals. So, so horses will mirror back your thoughts and emotions to you. And it's just so amazing. Um, uh, and a new study came out and because a horse is a herd animal and they so want to be part of your herd and your world and your orbit, they will match their heartbeat to yours as far as 10 feet away. I, it's just, they're just so amazing. Well, I guess that kind of answers a question I'm still going to ask, but you know, what I guess makes a horse so special and would that be, would that be it um, when it comes to therapy and making that connection with a human? Yeah, you know, and, and people, I think, find that just being around horses is therapeutic uh, because of that. And, and whether or not you have a life challenge or a disability, just being around a horse is, it just calms you. It's relaxing. It's uh, it's so amazing. And then, you know, uh, for people who do have uh, a disability um, or, a, or a life challenge, as we, we like to uh, call it, you know, just to be able to even lead a horse through an obstacle course or have a horse choose to leave their equine friends and walk across the pasture to greet you. That's very empowering. I mean, it's, it's super empowering and, and, um, you know, it gives people a lot of self-confidence. 
Well, Lisa, before I let you go, tell me, what do you get from this? What do you get from talking with people and asking them about their stories and then sharing them? What What do you get from it? You know, I love uh, being a storyteller. And as an author, uh, I have a, a mystery series that's set right here in Ashland City. And um, I, I am able to tell people stories about Cheatham County uh, through the mystery series, um, which involves horses. Uh, it's the Cat and Write mystery series. But, you know, whether it's whether it's that or it's writing a horse training book, which I've got a number of those out, or it's uh, talking to celebrities about their horses. I love sharing the horse with people. And a lot of our listeners uh, on the podcast, they're not necessarily horse people. They might be fans of, you know, one of the celebrities that we've been talking to. And my thought, and also through the mysteries, is if I can introduce them to the horse and the wonders of, of horsemanship, then, then that really makes me very, very happy. Uh, Lisa, you're beautiful. Thank you so much for giving us a little insight into your podcast, Celebs with Horses. You guys out there, check it out. Um, when does it? When does your new episodes drop? Uh, usually around the first of the month or the end of the month, we just uploaded uh, Don McLean. Uh, you can just go to celebswithhorses.com and it'll it'll bring you right to that. And um, uh, yeah, I hope people enjoy it. I, I have a lot of fun doing them. Uh, I'm sure they will. Also, can't wait to check out your books. Lisa Wysocki, thank you so very much. Again, her podcast, Celebs with Horses. We appreciate your time. Have a good rest of the day. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right. Stick with us here on Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up after this. Welcome to Grin Doctors, your trusted pediatric dentistry and orthodontics practice. Achieve healthy, beautiful smiles with our expert care. At Grin Doctors, we are committed to your child's oral health and well-being. Trust Grin Doctors, your pediatric dental home for exceptional care. We go above and beyond to ensure the comfort and satisfaction of our young patients. Grin Doctors Kids Dental and Orthodontics is right down the street in Old Hickory TN. Easy to get to and in your neighborhood. You know that feeling you get when your team goes big? You can get that same feeling on Zen Sports. When you sign up for a Zen Sports account, you will receive up to a $1,000 no danger first wager. That's right. When you place your first bet in Zen Sports, you can be reimbursed for the amount of your first bet up to a $1,000 maximum if the bet loses. No other sports book will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 customer support and faster withdrawals like Zen Sports. Zen Sports. Betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and up and in Tennessee to bet. Smiles. These are the healthy smiles of real Delta Dental members. Folks with access to the nation's largest network of dentists and low deductible plans with 100% preventive care coverage, all backed by over 65 years of expertise. Go online or give us a call to learn about affordable individual plans that meet your needs. 1-855-844-0445. Thank you so much for joining us here at Mornings on Main Street this morning. Have a nice rest of your Wednesday. We look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow morning. I just 
I'm so excited about this new show. Dino Trek is back again this year. It's bigger than we've ever had it before. When they're about five months old, we'll start seeing them sticking their head out of the pouch, um, or you might see a foot come out or a tail. Uh, it's like a, it's like an Airbnb <laughs> for Joey's. Um, now, you're not going to see all three of them together because cats, in general, don't get along unless it's time to get along, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Yeah. Well, we're two-thirds of the way there. animals, nature, and fun. That's what we're all about. But during that time, we hope that you also learn something, that you're inspired to want to learn something. What's new at the zoo with Jim Bartu? Catch at the zoo exclusively on Main Street Media TV. Check our on-screen TV guide for days and times.